Hello and welcome to The Embargoed, the only podcast that gives you the unvarnished truth about the world of technology public relations. Our aim is to go behind the headlines to tell you what's really going down and have a little fun in an industry that often takes itself too seriously. Every Thursday, we touch on the top tech PR headlines of the week, dissect the world of communications, and promise to never bore you with details about which company announced what. Unless, of course, we really liked the what. Today is February 18th, 2021. I'm David Oro, and along with my host, Kevin Wolf, we're going to hopefully give you a good show. But first, Kanye West. Kevin, I, I tried to hit play and it just got stuck. So there was a little delay in that intro. <laughs> yeah, man, that's because we're small time. We're just trying to yeah. be big time. Where is my production assistant? Where is my producer? I need somebody like that. I can't, we can't continue like this. <laughs> we got to up our payroll, man. We got to, yeah. uh, we got to get some, uh, put some jobs, some job openings on LinkedIn or something like that. Move yeah, we got. We got to get more people involved here. No, We're no. too busy thinking about the big stuff, man. Yeah, so. big pitch. In fact, what's going on? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it was a short week. I don't know if you had Monday off, but I think I have a new I have a new rule with clients. Mm. Every federal holiday, I'm going to take off. Wow. Right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I got to put food on the table, man. There's no holidays <laughs> over here. Every day I don't work, I don't eat. <laughs> got to work. Yeah, 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 I worked yeah, on Monday. You you worked on Monday? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I, how about this? I paid attention on Monday, but I don't know if I worked. Good for you. Yeah. I wish I could do that, man. I wish I could yeah. do. That. Um, we take other holidays off though, don't you? No. Indigenous People Day in October, you don't take that day off. I'm working all the time. <laughs> I'm working all the time, man. I got, I got to do it. I, you know, I got to make hay while the sun is shining. What's that expression? Make. Uh, I think that's it. I got. Look, man. I, I got three kids like you. <laughs> you know, and they're lazy. So I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta help them out, man. I gotta do something to feed them. You know, we got, we got bills to pay. Plus, uh, you know, honestly, man, it's been a busy year. Uh, I, you know, we're only at the beginning, but I, I feel like my clients are busier than ever. Um, you know, even on holidays, there's stuff to do. So, yeah, um, we're about a, we're about a year into this whole pandemic thing, and when the world changed. Um, and I, I think, you know, in the latter half of the year last year, people were like, okay, we can do this. Right. I mean, I think it even started in the fall, right after summer, people were like, this is, we can still be successful. We can still make money. We can still run a business, but particularly in the area that we're in, obviously the travel industry took a hit really bad, but you know, um, the world is sort of marching on to a new normal, but I'm glad to see that you're busy. I, I'm steady. Um, Good. reaching out with, uh, Hopefully land in a few more clients here and there, but all good. I think people are still making big plans for this year. 
even though things are still very virtual, if you will, we're going to have a conference with a client and then, but it's going to be virtual. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, no, that's, that, that is the new normal. Uh, as long as it's not the new normal, new normal for school much longer. Kids need to go back. I'm going to keep yeah, hitting they, that drum, man. On every they pod, need to go back. Fact, you're going to hear it. Yeah. Send the kids back to school. Teachers, let's go. Get off your butts. <laughs> right? You're, Wear a mask. You're, you're no more essential than the, than the guy down at the Costco. Get in there. Yeah. Kids need to be out of the house. Let's go. <laughs> for, for your sanity as much as anybody else's, huh? <laughs> oh, for sure, man. Oh, that's, I'll tell you what, man. Don't get me started. We'll take the whole pod, but, you know, I'm, I'm as liberal as they come, Dave, as you know, but teachers need to go back to work. Enough messing around. <laughs> that's it, man. You know, I'll well, I, I think a big check, they, you know, but I don't like what I'm hearing. They need to go back to school and it better be by the fall, you know? That's, what I, that's how I feel. I, I think we will get there soon enough, and hopefully we'll have some part-times. And here in Napa County, I think we're doing a couple hours a day in the public schools, and some of the private schools are already back in session, um, you know, in, in, at least in small cohorts. It's so. amazing what where we're at, right? Like, we're, we're kind of like, oh, cool, man. It's a couple of days a week. We're getting, like, two hours. <laughs> I get two I mean, hours the bar is so The bar <laughs> has been lowered so much. Like, you know, it, it's like we're, we're – uh, it's like Stockholm syndrome, man. We're, like, we're starting to love our, our, uh, our, our, you know, the person that's uh, kidnapped us. Like it, it's not right, man. We, we went from a situation where our kids were in school. You didn't even think about it. Like you could bank on that taxes, kids going to school, like those things you could count on, you know, every day, every year. And uh, it's amazing to me that we, that we, that we just, you know, we're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it's great that our kids back a couple of days a week. Like, I mean, we're 11 months in, everybody's saying it's safe to go back, obviously with all the, you know, the masking and the distancing, I get it, we got to do all that stuff. But at this point here in California, and I'm off on the tangent now, but you know, (laughs) it's, I'll tell you what, man, they're out of excuses. You know, I'm hearing that they don't want to go back even with the vaccinations. Uh, You know, they've, they've dug in and and they've got us by the balls and, uh, and, and it's driving me crazy. It's, I mean, we'll have to tackle this on a separate pod because I, I, I got a lot to say on the matter. But, uh, yeah, man, in order for well, me to keep my sanity and for my kids to uh, develop properly, they all need to go back to school. Well, that is definitely a topic that we could hit on for a long time. And maybe we'll invite a bunch of other uh, parents and teachers on here as well. And let's just go at it. Maybe we'll invite the school board of the San Francisco Unified School District. Hey, what's, see what's what Gavin they had Newsom to... doing, man? Let's go <laughs> on, man. Let's go, because I got questions about youth sports in particular. I want to dig in on youth sports, man. I got, got a lot to say, a lot to say. But anyway, what's happening hey. in the bigger picture in the world? Yeah, the world? so we, we were talking, you know, we were talking earlier before this podcast. We had a PR item of the week. We we're, we, we have rebranded this whole thing. Yeah. It is now the topic that we're going to talk about in PR, public relations, communications, corporate reputation, whatever you want to call it. This thing is now called the big pitch. Um, We're calling it the big pitch. And that's the main subject that we will hit on every week. And this week, and it's kind of popped up in the last 24 hours. um, It's basically what's happening in Australia. um, And involves Google News Corp and Facebook. And basically, um, you know, Google and News Corp strike a deal to use News Corp's content. And basically, Google is now paying News Corp for 
content, which is something some big tech firms haven't done before in the past. Facebook basically blocked all news content in Australia because of a new law that is being passed out there. I think I uh, can't remember the exact name of the law right now, but I, I just had it up. Um, it's code that's it's got a got a strange name. It's actually I think it's just in the proposal stage. I don't even think it's passed yet. The legislation's passed yet. I think it's just yeah. I, I think it's on its way to getting passed. It and is. That's why yeah, that's yeah, going to make it. That's right. So Facebook sent a message this week and saying, "Well, if you're going to pass this, we're just going to take away all news sites um, off of your Facebook page because you know what." We're Media Facebook. Who, yeah, this is Facebook. For for all the content that you guys create and that we share on our network or platform, we you know we'll just take it away from you because we don't want to pay for it anyway. Right. It's kind of what is going on right now, and that has huge implications for um, how we consume news media because lately I think a lot of people have been just consuming Facebook or other social networks or using Google to search for a few things. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. It's what we want to dive into. And uh, let's get right to it, Kevin. What do you, what, yeah. what do you think? I've got a few thoughts on the matter actually, Dave, but uh, you know, I, I think the backdrop is, you know, this is a, uh, a big tug of war, right? This is uh, these are countries all over the world, actually, that are pushing back on tech and big tech in particular. And uh, it's big tech saying, you know what? Um, we're not going to be pushed around. Uh, you know, we uh, I, I don't care if you're if you're a government of a, of a large country. I mean, this is happening in Europe. It's happening, obviously, in Australia, New Zealand. They've been trying to do stuff about this in the States. Uh, tech is saying you know, uh, whether it's paying more tax, uh, you know, whether it's uh, monopolizing uh, advertising content on the internet, uh, controlling elections. I mean, big tech is, is trying to, you know, put his foot down and governments all over the world are saying, you're not going to do that. Uh, so it's, it's a tug of war. It's a battle. And, and I, here, here's a few, there's a few points I would like to touch on. We'll maybe take them one at a time, but the first one here that I think is important in this thing is that I, in my opinion, uh, Google and Facebook are, are right. Um, I don't think they should pay. And I want to get your take on this. What? Yeah, no, I don't think they should pay. I'll tell you why. What? I'll tell you why, man. And, and I'm no apologist for big tech, despite the fact that's how we make our living. You way, should right? be but the defender of media, my friend. No, you, I hear you're, you. Listen, dude, you are a PR practitioner yeah. who is now complaining that there's no more media outlets to pitch. And the reason why there's no more media outlets to pitch is because they can't afford a business model because Facebook and Google is sucking up all their income. Yeah. You know what? They got out innovated is what happened, man. Old media got out innovated. Right. And, and I'll bet you that, you know, decades ago when, you know, TV was talking about stuff happening on the radio, radio was like, Hey, Hey, wait a second, throw us some money here. Where's our kickback? And TV was like, you know, take a hike. And that's what's happened here. You know, the, the internet's taken over um, and, uh, you know, Google is Google and Facebook and, and, you know, all they're doing is, is pointing people to, they're collecting all that information, uh, all, all these uh, news articles. And if you click on one of those things, you still get back, uh, get sent back to the publisher's website, right? It's just, you know, you're, you're just finding that information on Facebook. Now you're finding that information on 
Google and and these uh, traditional publishers, you know, obviously they're getting killed because they're losing the ad revenue that comes when it's direct. Uh, people just hanging out on their website. Uh, but I don't think I heard them complaining when, you know, when Google and, and uh, Facebook were aggregating all their content to begin with. And it was like, oh, great, man. Like people are actually seeing our stuff and we're getting swept up in all these searches and people are finding us more easily. But then, you know, once they got their legs swept out from under them, right, and all the ad revenue went away, uh, you know, I think it became clear that people weren't going to traffic their sites as much and, and they weren't going to be able to charge as much to advertisers. But you know what? That's not their fault. Google and Facebook just found a better way. So I think they're right to dig in. All right. Um, you want to get to the other points or should I rebut that? Miss? Rebut that. Tell me what you think about that. Because I got, I got two more, two more. So I want to, I want to make sure we get to those, but I want to hear right. what you have to say. I, I, I'm, I don't think they should have to pay. I think they should hold their ground. Yeah. You know, I think there's, there's, a, you know, at the very least they ought to help monetize some of the monet help publishers better monetize the content that they are pulling into their systems. Now, Google's a little bit different in the fact that, you know, they're just out there on the wide open internet and they're not aggregating anything on a certain platform. So you can go search there, but Facebook in particular is, is worrisome because it's a closed system. It's not the open internet and they actually don't create anything. Um, outside of uh, uh, digital data that they sell to advertisers. Um, you and I are the product, and it's free because they take all of our data and share it with advertisers. Go for that. But we also provide it with the stickiness by providing regular updates, contents, photos of our kids, uh, political posts, et cetera. They're just using um, – our, our, our return is we get to see what's going on with all our friends around the world – um, because we're sharing this content and they give us a platform to do that. Um, they don't even write news, right? So they're pulling in the news and people are sharing this content that is getting put in front of my face on Facebook. Um, and yes, I have to click through and yes, maybe if I read three articles in a month, I have to buy it. Um, but there, in no way are they helping, uh, helping to help stand up this great content, either well, you or me or anybody. Why should they help their competitor? They're not a competitor. They, well, see, this is, is you're, you're they, now, they, now you're jumping now you're jumping to my third point. Where we, I'm a well, we could jump to that right now. We we cannot agree. We have not agreed as a as a as a as a people as humanity whether these sites are platforms or media companies. That's oh. the, that's the crux of the issue, right there. Oh, well, now we're going deep, dude. So right. let me let, let's go let's go back. Let let's hold okay. that point okay. Okay. and come back here to a little bit in terms of you know, what they're doing. So let, let, yeah. let's look at the fallout of what happened in Australia right. here. Um, basically, they took away everything. So the New York Times has a great story about this. Um, and basically, you know, they don't have any news, but then also some of the public information platforms, particularly the government platforms like the State Health Department, Emergency Services, uh, the weather group, the Bureau of Me uh, Meteorology, pages are blank. Yeah. Facebook's power was to just basically turn it um, off. Turn it off. Right. Hey, you know but what? what? If you don't like the, the service that we're providing you, if you're going to complain about it and, and force us to give you money for it, well, that's cool. We'll just take our business elsewhere. 
but you know what but what was by the way by the way who's who's pushing this whole thing these are right so this is legislation passed by a government in australia that is that is supported by the local media which is enabled financed by rupert murdoch this is you know what this is man this is my second point well john this is a shakedown this is Uh, murdoch going hey you know what uh here's a here's a, a revenue stream for us um, let's let's get the governments, the, the government of Australia, to force Facebook and Google to pay us tens of millions of dollars. That, that's so, what this is. So it's a proposed new. It's Australia's proposed new media bargaining law. Um, <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Facebook argues that this law fundamentally misunderstands the relationship between their platform and publishers who use it to share news content. Right. And that's kind of what me and you are arguing about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so Facebook can comply with that law uh, or stop allowing users to share that content on their platform. Yep. And, and they chose to stop choosing it on their platform. And well, so, so, so Facebook and Google took opposite approaches, right? Facebook yeah. just grabbed its shit and left. And Google was like, screw it. We'll just pay now. Let's just, you know, try to get this thing out of the way. And, and I think actually like big tech is, is going to lose this fight. You know, I, I think Facebook can piss and moan all they want. Uh, they're going to want to be in Australia and New Zealand. And they're going to want to be in the European countries that are about to follow suit and do exactly what Australia is doing. And I mean, they can you know, they can uh, take their football and go home right now, which is what they basically did in Australia. But I think in the long term, they're going to pay because I think there's enough momentum, uh, enough, what do they call it? Tech lash going on around the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tech lash is a, it's a real thing, you know, it is, it is. is. And I think they've got Facebook and Google and, and eventually Amazon and you know everybody they got them by the balls a little bit I think over time government will step in and uh in support of you know competitiveness but it's all bullshit right it's all you know just you know money but I I think they will step in and and force those guys to pay so this is media have been complaining about this for a long time this goes back to your earlier point they got out innovative right yeah innovative Right. And, you know, they complained for years about not being fairly compensated. Hell, I remember in the early 90s, I had the I used to get the San Francisco Chronicle at home and one of my colleagues out there. Shout out to Marilyn Kilcrease, by the way. Um, <laughs> she uh, she said, what, you still get the newspaper? And I'm like, it just went online like a week ago. <laughs> right. You know, and it's right. like we're not getting the newspapers anymore. But, you know, they did get out innovated in that platform. I think over time. The big nationals have learned how to monetize that through compelling content. They sure so the have. New York, the New York Times has done, yeah. New York Times has done that. Uh, the Wall Street Journal obviously has done that, although they have a far more business audience. At Forbes, think, Bloomberg, everybody does it. Yeah, and you know the Washington Post is really good too, but it's the local papers that are are, are really struggling, right? And, sure. and local news is really important. Um, you know, you're just not going to get the local stories from any of these national magazines. And if they are, uh, or, or national pubs, if they are, they, they may focus on one thing, but they won't be regularly covering, you know, uh, city councils or events or uh, local happenings with, you know, um, di- different, you know, interesting people within a community. 
they got to put all that stuff behind a paywall and they will eventually. I mean, locally here, I'm paying for the San Jose Mercury News. I don't pay for the San Francisco Chronicle, but I probably should. The San Mateo Daily Journal is even more local. They've got a paywall. I mean, look, you know, you, you can't, uh, even when you got newspapers, you still had to pay for the newspaper. Right. But, so, but here's, the, here's the thing, right? And so people have gotten used to seeing this on their Facebook feed, clicking on yeah. their one or two articles. Right. And, and because they're getting news on Facebook, all of a sudden, you know, and somebody might synthesize an article for them, or a friend of theirs may synthesize an article for them. They may, and you know this, right? People don't actually go and click on the article. They're just writing in comments and giving their opinion right away right. <laughs> without right, writing right. the full context. Yeah. And I think that is part of the monetization problem. And that's why I think Australia, with the help of Rupert Murdoch, um, put this in this regulation into place. Yeah. Now, this was a small, this is just one country. Google, a major, it's a, a major company in a small country, moved pretty quickly to pay for news. For I think news. this has been coming for a while. Yeah, I, think I mean, like for a while. And, and I, yeah, I mean, I, I think Google just saw the writing on the wall, right? And, and they thought, you know, it's just better to, I mean, look, at the end of the day, whatever they're paying News Corp or whatever is, a, you know, it's a rounding error, right? This is like money. In some, it's like the quarter that you found in your couch, you know, when you were doing your spring cleaning. Like, it's, it's not going to matter to Google in the long run. It's really more the precedent, right? So what will happen after this deal is that all the publishers will start going, well, shit, where's our money, right? Their hands will be out next. So I, I think that's the concern that Facebook has, I think. But I, I, at the end of the day, Google probably looked at this and thought, thought like, what is it, $100 million to make this problem go away, you know, for the time being? Let's just, let's just keep moving. Uh, yeah. Moving. Uh, so Australia is an interesting test case. And it's unique in that, you know, News Corp, Rupert Murdoch's company, probably runs the show down there. Hell, he came from Australia. Yeah. Um, and he owns like uh, a couple dozen papers, I, I think. In- I, I think he knows the majority of it. Um, yeah. And uh, he, he dominates the media down there. And also, there's a very conservative government down there that, um, you know, works with him. Up. He yeah, he's propped up. up. Yeah. I, I don't know if it can work uh, here in the US, you know, the way the tone that we have right now. I'm not sure we could. I'm going to go ahead and say we're not going to implement the same thing, <laughs> right? And right. and I think I think it's going to come in a different way, and I think it's going to come in that you know through the through some sort of antitrust measure. Some of these tech companies yeah. are getting absolutely humongous, um, and and you know all too powerful, and particularly in Facebook in terms of anything in the form of social networking by owning you know WhatsApp, Instagram, um, sure. and Facebook itself. Amazon's going through the same thing. All that there's like, you know, it's, it's the big four or five, but, and I'm, this is where I think why the, the big issue, the core issue to this whole thing, what's central to this whole discussion again is what are these companies, right? Because the tech companies want to have it both ways, right? When, you know, when they, um, <clears throat> I was going to say, when shit goes south, right? like the elections or conspiracy theories or insurrection, like they, they're like, Hey, it's well, not which, which by the way, is the only content that's available in Australia right now. <laughs> is that right? Right. They left all the conspiracy theories on, but not in any of the credible news sites. There you go. Right. So, so <laughs> the, 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 the big platforms are like, Hey, when, when things are bad, 
we're just an aggregator, right? We're, we're, it's, we're just a platform. Like people just put stuff on our site. Like you were saying before, Facebook doesn't create anything. People just post stuff. So Facebook can go, sorry about that election. You know, sorry about, you know, perpetuating all those conspiracy theories. You know, uh, sorry about all the anti-vax stuff, right? Like, sorry about all the QAnon stuff. It's not our fault. We're just the platform. But on, on the other hand, they're like, uh, hey, you know what? Come to us for all your news and everything else. So, you know, they are a news organization. Even though they don't create the news, they're, they are enabling it. They are, um, they're, they're more, in my mind, they're more than a platform. They're more than an aggregator. They're actually, you know, what most people, where most people go for their news these days. Uh, they are a media responsibility. Company. I think there's a responsibility that comes with that, that they've been shirking. Uh, and then I think they'll, they'll shirk as long as they can until they're forced not to. Uh, but I think that's, I think that's legit. Like, I, I don't, I think that whole thing about just, Hey, we're just a platform is, uh, is a cop out. Uh, yeah. You know, who else is a platform? CBS, NBC. Right. Exactly. exactly. It's no different. It's no different. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. I think have to be held to some sort of um, media standards for sure. Right. And, and, uh, traditional sort of uh, standards that put them in a category that they're a little held a little bit more accountable. Yeah. For some of the things that go on their site. And, and I understand, um, oh, I'm forgetting the FCC rule right now uh, that keeps them out there. It's 503. I don't know what it was. Right. But um, that rule um, probably needs some modifying here by um, our elected officials in terms of how it does, because we just have to stop you know, this whole thing around spreading disinformation, right? And lies, quite honestly, yeah. um, particularly if it comes in an organized fashion, as we've seen in the past few years. Uh, either and the ability of people to, yeah. to, sorry, to leverage those platforms for those yeah. purposes. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it, it's that leverage that is um, disheartening and kind of scary honestly it is right you could like literally i've seen so many times particularly in this last election you know somebody posts something on youtube some dude who's a friend of a friend from high school i don't know where he is believes that you know something's going to happen because there's this big gigantic q and non theory plan yeah and boom <laughs> it's like uh, there's uh, 200 people believing that right we, and we, we uh <laughs> It's funny, man. And, and you know, the, the internet comes around right around the time you and I met really like late nineties, you know, mid nineties and, you know, it was great, but it, it's Pandora's box. And, you know, obviously, you know, there are a million reasons why having the internet is, is great. But one thing that we, that it's hurt. And, and I think it's hard to dispute at this point is that we've lost the truth when it comes to the internet. Um, you, you don't have to, there, everyone's got their own version. And, and I really do believe that's a function of the internet and social media and the ability to, uh, for, for crazy people to say things and, and for millions of people to, you know, follow along. And um, I think it's, it's very dangerous. I think social media has uh, really turned out to be a, a big mistake. Uh, yeah. Even though there are, you know, certainly advantages, I think uh, overall it's, uh, it, it's kind of, it's, it's led to this point where, we've lost track of what's real and what's true and we can't come to agreement and come to terms on it because people are making stuff up um, and it's just too easy to uh, 
um, you know, to share. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And, and we talked about it in a few podcasts prior to this. And, it's, you know, this power of self-publishing. Now anybody could be some sort of news media outlet and everybody has a camera phone and, you know, you can take pictures of everything. And um, it's just there's no guardrails to any of this. That's right. Hey, so let's go back. We've only got a few more minutes here. It goes by yeah. quick every time, Kevin, and we promise no to keep this around 30 minutes. Yep. Let's go back. Oh, so Google, Facebook, Murdoch, paywalls, paying for media, shutting down stuff. How's this going to affect people that do the work that we do, right? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, don't think it, I don't think it affects our daily lives in terms of daily work, in terms of public relations, but that's why we continue to have these avenues of um, pitching media outside of the Facebook world. We've always used, I've always used um, Facebook as sort of a amplification tool to share the story about a hit in the New York Times or uh, TechCrunch or whatever it is that I'm getting uh, the hit with. What what are your takes on this? You know, I, I think it's back to my original point, which is it's up to, the, the publishers, the original publishers of this content to figure out how to, how to monetize it. And whether that's, I mean, th- those paywalls are real, right? Like you might get that, you, you might get those free, uh, you know, uh, click or two, you know, before you got to pay for the third article or whatever it is. And, and you might be, you know, uh, bummed out. I, I suppose that people aren't even looking at the article. They're just sharing the headline and, and you want people to find those headlines on your site. I, I get all that, but it is up in my opinion, it's up to traditional media to make the shift. And, and, I, and I hope they do, to be honest with you, because I, I, I don't use Facebook. I don't go to Facebook anymore. And I, I'm a big Google guy, but I don't get my news there. Um, I still prefer to go to what I think of as being the most objective sources of news and information that I can find. And I go to the source for that. Uh, so I'm going to the New York Times. I'm going to the Washington Post. You know, I'm, I'm going to the Wall Street Journal. I, I, I really, and, and I'm happy to pay for that content. And I, and I hope that the traditional publishers, the, uh, they find a way. And, and I don't think like using government to shake down big tech is the right way to do it. I think it's kind of like I, I prefer to see deals like what News Corp and Google decided to do, because I think it probably is best for both parties. And I want to see traditional kind of legitimate media thrive. And I hope they figure out a way to, to make deals that allow them to, to continue doing that. Wow, you're trying to balance that line to be Mr. Free Market. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it, to me, you know, uh, not not to make it too much of an existential thing, but I think it really is about the truth and making sure that that we're protecting that. And uh, and, and so, I, yeah, I, I think traditional media is is a great thing and I want to stick to that. And I do think it's up to them to. Uh, to find a way to do it. Look, the best sites have New York Times. I don't know what you know exactly, but I know their digital subscriptions are are through the roof. I mean, that's that's good content. That is, I'm sure plenty of people don't don't find it to be honest or trust trustworthy, but I think the majority do. It's and it's worth paying for. But they had to figure it out, you know. So I think it starts with having good content, right? These organizations, these news organizations, have to continue to. Um, to, to have good content. They need to be creative in terms of the way they sell it, uh, in, in terms of who they sell it to and how they package it. Uh, they need to pitch that, uh, that business model to investors and, and find you know, talented people to run those organizations that will guide them through these difficult transitions. Uh, but 
you know, it's up to traditional media to, to find a way is, is my take. And I think it's fine. You know, the deal that, you know, forcing a deal with big tech, you know, I think that's not the best way to do it, but, but I think it, it's gotta be done. Yeah. All right. Well, we could continue talking about this, but we don't, we're running out of times, but we have one more section to go through and it's becoming a favorite. Yeah. Uh, at least from the 40 people that we've heard from so far. <laughs> people are hitting us up, man. It, it is the rep fire and refer section. You either represent yeah. them, you fire them or you refer them to somebody else. We pick three top, we pick three subjects and we have to decide if we either represent them, fire them or refer them. Kevin, you went last week. I think it's my turn to go this week. It is. Yeah, I want to hear it. You want to give me the things that I have? I do. I do. Yeah, I'm going to give them to you right now. All right. So in the news <laughs> this week, the big three, these, these things go together. We try to pick like a, a theme for this thing. I think one time we did like Amazon, Facebook, Google. I don't know. There was, I can't remember what the other one was. But but this one, this this week's Rep Fire Refer uh are, there it is, right? So Ted, what do we got? Let's go back down. Okay, this week's we got uh, Ted Cruz, our buddy from uh, from Texas. Uh, Texas itself, which is in the middle of a shit storm, snowstorm, you know, that the wrath of God, man. And then Mexico, Cancun specifically, Ted's favorite destination. Dave, let us know. Rep, fire, refer. Yeah, they go together. <laughs> Particularly this week. No so, doubt. Senator Ted Cruz, um, you know, uh, <laughs> the, man, mean, the, the man rails on Mexico, but then goes flies off with his family to Mexico. And, and he rails on California for our, our shit, you know, infrastructure. When it falls apart during the wildfires, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, sorry, we can't, you know, keep the lights on here in Texas. You know, my bad. Yeah. I hate that guy, man. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Hey, this is my part, okay? I get to. All right, right, right. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There's Texas, who's freezing cold right now, and I and I own some property in Texas, and and I just got a call from one of the towns that I have property in, and they're they're asking us to conserve water. Um, You know, I get a call from the local city that I'm in, and and they they want you to drip your water. So your pipes don't freeze, right? So it's a total mess down there. All my friends in Austin are posted on Facebook. Um, the platform that doesn't want to pay for any news um, is, <laughs> is you know, they're, they're just freezing their butts off and there's some power coming on, but I, I full-on disaster down there right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's Mexico, mm. which Ted Cruz wanted to build a wall through the majority of his state through. All right. I, this is going to be kind of easy for me. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, and listen, I like Texas. I, I like what's going on down there. I got business interests down there. Um, I ain't moving there. I'm not going to do, I'm not moving to Austin like Elon or Oracle or Digital Realty and every other company that is said to go there. But I'm just going to go refer Texas to somebody else. Let the great state of Texas deal with their own thing. I, I I don't understand half that state, but I yeah. do like Austin and I love their tacos and I love their barbecue. Uh, that, that's, I, good. That's, a, that's a neutral take. I like that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm going to rep Mexico, man. They, 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 they Absolutely, are. Man. Yeah, Absolutely, man. Yeah. Like, you know, my Viva wife. La Mexico. Yeah. Absolutely. And they got tacos. Yeah. No <laughs> they doubt. got real tacos. Si se puede. Uh, yeah. 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 And 
the ass that I will fire in a second is Ted yeah. Cruz. This guy is the most <laughs> side talking. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, uh, listen, yeah. like I was just thinking about before this call. So a lot of people don't know that I'm a many people. Some people might know, but I'm an I'm an elected official here in the city of American Canyon. I sit on the city council. And in 2017, the Napa fires had started. And it was the first time we had big, gigantic fires. And we were here for three days, fires everywhere, whole communities freaking out, right? Just everybody, all the way up from Calistoga down to American Canyon. Fire came down. We're not in, like in the heart of the fire zone, uh, but it was coming, right? It just, you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. And we had like four days of smoke. My wife and kids were like, we got to get out of here. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Um, we should go to Tahoe. Like some people had already left because it just smoke was so bad. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I, I can't leave the city right now. I mean, I'd yeah. been on city council for like six months. The last thing I was going to do was leave. The optics and, are bad. They're well, bad. not only that, but I, I, I felt a sense of duty mostly. There you go. L like you if go. I left. Just like Ted Cruz, man. Yeah, I did. I like, a, like <laughs> Ted Cruz, sense of duty, um, you know, that I have to drive up to Tahoe and hang out with my kids. No, I sent my wife and kids to Tahoe. There just so go. they could get some air. There was no school. There was nothing going on. Take that, Ted. Yeah, take, take that. that. And, yeah. And, and sure enough, about 40 minutes after they left, I got a call from our county supervisor to say, we're opening up an evacuation center at the American Canyon High School, and we need you there to help set it up. Yeah. And I ended up running up the whole setup. And it was because like, it, was, it was a sense of duty and, and, and things that I needed to be here for the community. Fuck no, I ain't going to Mexico during a fire like that through an emergency. So, you know, Ted Cruz said, I, I don't know if you saw this afternoon, he said it was because his daughters, his daughters wanted to go down there and he was just trying to be a good dad. The good dad is keeping your daughters here and suffering with everybody else and trying to help out, man. So, like, you know, call some people, knock on some doors, you know, figure out a way, you know, to do it. So That guy is such a piece of shit, man. He should, yeah. 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 All right, yeah, Kevin. Man, that's cool. I didn't know that story, but I, I like that, man. That's uh, yeah. I, I'm with you, man. Fire Ted Cruz. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag that shit. Fire yeah. Ted Cruz. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Next week, we will have our first and very special guest, nice. Mr. Ben Stricker. We'll introduce him more next week. And with that, I think we're out of here. And uh, we're going to do a little player's holiday because that, that's how you celebrate a holiday. You don't go to Mexico, man. You just play some music while – you're dealing with the crisis there. Hell yeah. Good time, Dave. Take, take care, Kevin. You too, brother. What? You said what? The president did what? Oh, man. That's, hey, that's all good, baby. He got rid of the player haters, too? Oh, man. We need to declare this a national holiday. We're going to call this player's holiday. Hey, BZ, what's up, man? Rise and shine. Make you want to say, dear God, let me thank you. Another day, been living life on the edge, and I'm trying to break it. Tired of ducking the fears, but it's a struggle to make it. So, this is your day, homie. Now it's time to shine. Hey, for players only chicken, we can wine and dine. Stress free from the drama, better get your ticket. Then come on, cause the squares can't lie to kick it. It feels good not to grind no more. Don't get it twisted, cause I still hustle. Maintaining this trying to.